Oh, hello friends. My name is Skylar, and I'm here to tell you about my show, Fireside Dice. We are a live play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast that takes place in the multiverse of Magic the Gathering. You'll follow along as our characters, Bartholomew. I will withhold my comments until someone who has authority can receive them. Balfour. I have a very important question for you now. Bacon or sausage? Surrey? We're in a public place and you can't just go around shooting just goblins just because you have bad blood with them. And Levin. Levin will sense the eyes on her and she'll stare back down and go as long without blinking as she possibly can. Adventure through myriads of worlds. There will be adventure, hijinks, and plenty of opportunities to disrupt the Dungeon Master's plans. So come, join us by the fire. The story's about to begin. Hi listeners, my name is Noel, and I'm the Dungeon Master for Do We Level Up? Our show is a D&D 5e podcast. Episodes are available every Thursday, wherever you stream your podcasts. We gather each week to play D&D in a homebrew world called Galandria. Join our intrepid group of adventurers, the Peacekeepers, as they battle evil across the continent. We have a diverse and international cast of nerds, so come join us as the players fumble their way through everything, and somehow, to my shock and awe, keep coming out the other side relatively unscathed. Follow us on Twitter at DeweyLevelUp1 or on Instagram at DeweyLevelUpPodcast. Thanks, listeners. Hope to see you there. So last time we played, you had ventured into the Proving Grounds to look for Thane Saffron, the son of the Summer Queen, and you found him after fighting a uh, a winged construct with a big metal hammer for a head. Thane revealed to you that he believes that his mother is no longer fit to rule. You also learned that Basil, Chai's mentor, is thought to be lost somewhere inside the Twilightscape. His fate unknown. Thane is convinced that in order to either take on the Summer Queen or venture into the Twilightscape, you will need to equip yourselves accordingly, probably with the magic weapons and items that are locked away in the much-ballyhooed Special Vault. All the while... Gutterbird has been given a secretive mission by his fiendish patron that he hasn't mentioned to anyone. A task to obtain the obsidian shard of God's Eye that is somewhere within the Twilightscape. So, we pick up. You're in the autumn lands of the Proving Grounds with Thane Saffron and a construct that you've just defeated. What are you going to do? Thaddeus would like to try and use the uh, hammer head uh, to sharpen his sword. Okay, you can do that. I mean, the head is like the size of a of a wagon, so you're just like moving your sword yeah. along it. Yeah, yeah, I'm just standing on it, using this massive block as a whetstone, and just like, eh, eh, well, this isn't working. Never mind. I mean, you you see, like, man, your sword is already so sharp, and it's you you would be hard pressed to see how it could get any more well defined of an edge. Well, that's pretty keen. <laughs> get it? Because it's keen. Moving on. I don't. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't. I'm. It's a keen edge. The edge is keen. I do get uh. it. I. I get it. I don't want to get it. Oh. Uh. Oh, I've never heard an edge described that way before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so let's get hung up on this. It's been six minutes since we started recording. <laughs> This is what we, the viewers come to hear. Thank <laughs> you. Say viewers? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, our, all the listeners come to hear all the things that I don't know. They're watching us yeah. with their earballs. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. You should just be. like to mention that uh, Matt messaged me in, uh, in Facebook uh, separately, independently of this conversation, and said that he's actually not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how could you? Recording, he confessed his phone was dead, but well done. (laughs) 
Oh, the plot twist. Um, okay, so we are standing in the thing with Thane. He's just agreed to help us. Okay. So, uh, okay, so I think Charles just turns like, okay, great. We, we have an idea of a plan, but we need a plan. And I'll just, I'll ask him, I was like, what do you know about the vault? Okay. So this'll be, this'll be sort of um, a little bit of a freebie. So the vault is in the city that you're in, Sindara, the main city of the, uh, the Feywild, the city of the five courts. It is actually nestled on top of the central fifth pillar of the uh, of the five court towers, okay? It is nestled on the very top, and when you had entered the city, you had noticed that there were little flying uh, creatures sort of circling above. Thane would tell you that these are guards. These are guards that are mounted on flying beasts, and their mission is to ensure that no one goes near the vault. The top of the tower is... A you know it's a it's a wide area, uh, it's overgrown with lush vegetation, and the vault itself is somewhere like around in the middle. Um, it's about you know maybe a hundred yards in diameter. Not the vault itself, but the area on top of the tower. Okay, I was like, that's big. No, the vault itself is like um, maybe like an oversized yurt, sort of thing. Got it. Made of. Um, made of reinforced and magically imbued iron and steel. That is what he knows. Uh, he doesn't know, like, if anyone goes up there regularly or anything like that. Would he? No. He, like, in terms of, like, to access the vault, you mean? Yeah, like, does anyone go up to, like, study the items in the vault? Or is there a person who we know is in charge of the vault? I mean... The- Beyond the guards, obviously. So the guards don't access it. They they just make yeah. sure that nobody goes near it. Thane doesn't know of anyone who actually accesses the vault or if anyone does. And he says that if anyone does, he doesn't he doesn't know the like the last time anybody went up there. What we're going to do here is like if you want to gather information, I don't want this to turn out into like this long drawn out process where you have to go and travel and like talk to like I'd like to be like a little bit more um, like we're just cutting in between scenes of you talking to the type of people that you want to talk to. We're montaging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think what I would probably want to do in the montage (laughs) uh, is I'd get Thane to like chat up his personal guard about like, like casually bring it up if he knows anything about the guards that watch it. I'd possibly and i think i might need your assistance on this is would i like would i have any knowledge if my my dad as an advisor know anything about the vault like is it in my mind is it worth going to him and possibly asking him some questions yeah you know you have a I assume noble background, he's in town right? yeah yeah i'm the noble background hmm yeah, you come from a noble family. Your your folks are going to be hanging around the courts. Like, they're not, um, you know, big-time power brokers, but they're up there. And then I think... So I'd, I'd possibly ask my dad if he knows anything about the vault. Like, I'd be like, hey, I'm alive. It's great to see you. So, like, that thing on the tower, though? I'd bring it up more casually, but that would be what I'd ask about. Um, And then possibly is there a way for me to, like study the guard situation. When you say study the guard situation, what is it that you want to do? Is it like four that always travel in the same pattern? Is there like a shift changeover? Uh, Are they all in the same uniform? Is it always the same guards? Like I'd I'd spend like an hour or two kind of like watching. Are they humanoid? I was going to say. Do you want, like, would it make Or, like, I'd send you have, guys like, to yeah. do that or something. Yeah, like, I'd ask, while I'm talking to my dad, maybe you guys watch and see. This, okay, so this is great. Yeah, I like this. So Thaddeus and Gutterbird are going to go and reconnoiter, and you're going to talk to your dad. Okay. 
I have a, a noble symbol thing that I showed, like, that I carried when I was in the human plane. I'll give that to the guys just in case they get any, like, flack for being, like, not elves in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them that as, like, a crap, like, a whole, like, multi-pass, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just, just in, just in case, because I'm like, I'll be like, not far away, but close enough. It's their er, f- festival bracelet. Exactly, exactly. They can go into the all ages section, but they can't get the alcohol. Okay, so you're gonna, you're gonna talk to your, your. What's your dad's name again? Isn't it all? It is all. <laughs> oh, I thought he was old. No, it's all <laughs> spice. Please, all, old spice is her grandfather. Yeah. No, that's Old Bay. <laughs> really? Because I thought that would have been your ex. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you're asking your dad's, sorry, which questions? Um, I was, well, one, I was going to, like, just check in with him and let him know, uh-huh. like, I'm alive. I'm not going to, I don't want to give him, like, the full detail, but I'll probably, like, casually bring it up, be like, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I'll basically be like, I don't remember there being so many, like, guards around the Fifth Tower. What's that all about? Like, I'll just kind of, like, more casually try and discuss it. And then if he says something, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. What's that about? Like, I'll kind of, like, casually chat about it. And depending on what he says, I might ask some more specific questions. Okay. So, yeah, he welcomes you back to your homestead. And he, you know, gives you this sort of distant affection that... an Eladrin father, you know, typically does a little, you know, kind of a soft, playful punch on your shoulder. How are you, Chai? Welcome back. Mission going well? Yes. I think we, uh, yeah, it is going. We've had a few hiccups along the way, but I'm, I'm actually just here to relay some information and then probably head out to continue the mission as it's ongoing. Fascinating, fascinating time. So much happening. Yes, quite. Uh, it seems very lively in town. I mean, it makes sense with the time of omens. A lot more, a lot more guards around. I feel. Yeah, he kind of like steps in closely to you, and he says, "Yes, yes, the queen has become even a little bit more mm, protectionist than she has been in the past. She is becoming more, how to say this, seeing enemies in every shadow. Is this an, an, a very recent development? Oh, if it feels like it's been more recent. This might, this might seem a little odd. I was talking with her earlier, but does, do you remember Rosemary? Rosemary, yes. One of the advisors to the queen. Hmm. Have you seen her recently? The Queen hasn't been making too many public appearances lately. So, no, I I haven't seen the Queen or... Well, I've seen the Queen, but we haven't had much FaceTime, sadly. Mm -hmm. And, no, I haven't seen the counselors either. Why do you ask? I just... I got a bit of a a weird vibe uh, from Rosemary. I saw her... I went to speak to the Queen earlier to give her an update on the mission. Mm. Uh... And, uh, Rosemary, something seemed off, uh, could I possibly ask you to just keep an eye on her? A very, like, close eye? I worry that there's possibly some bad influence going on there. He's beginning to look a little worried. Bad influence, you say? Well, that is alarming. I don't, it's just a, just a feeling I have. It's, uh, just, just, just keep an eye out, I guess. It's... I couldn't help but notice, like, the protection side you were mentioning. I, I, I don't recall in the last time of Omens there being so many guards, and I'll point up to the tower. Or toward, like, where the tower would be. I don't know where we are in the, in the city right now. I think your, your folks would probably have a place, like, in the Autumn Tower. Like, maybe not at the very top, but, you know, a nice... A nice like a abode. Plush suite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, definitely like a penthouse-type... So, yeah, maybe I'd, like, point out, like, kind of, like, gesture towards the window and up and, like, point towards the fifth tower and be like, that, no, like, it's... I don't recall that last uh, time of omens. Yes, well, yeah. She has increased the number of guards, that is true. Do you know... 
Do you know why they'd be up there? Just around the fifth tower? Or don't you think that maybe, like, they'd be around, spread out a little more? Just seems odd. Um, so I think, I think it's generally common enough knowledge, like, um, among the nobility, at least, that that's where the vault is. Okay, so yeah. I would know, like, I yeah, would have yeah. known that that's where the vault So then I might just, like, we kind of, like, I would have rephrased that to be something along the lines. It seems odd that there's that much security around the vault. Has that been like that for a while? Well, it seems to have been increasing since maybe slightly before you left. But like I said, the queen is seeing enemies around every corner. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. Okay, so while this conversation's happening, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to cut over to Gutterbird and Thaddeus. And uh, so you can think of anything else that you might want to talk about. Um, yeah, so I'll ask uh, Thaddeus and Gutterbird how it is that you're going to go about trying to gather information. How tall is this tower? It's uh, it dwarfs anything that exists in the human lands. It's like so you'd need a spyglass to get any kind of visual from the ground for sure. Yeah, it would be tough to eyeball it. That's for sure. You would need to have uh, yeah, like a a spyglass or something to familiarize yourself with the landscape. Yeah. <laughs> cough, gutterbird cough. <laughs> Your invisible yeah. flying friend. He wasn't asking you to cough, Kevin. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah. So let's. Uh, Lucky he pointed it out. I don't have that anymore. <laughs> what? Oh, you what? I used my luck, didn't I? You get three. You get a day. three. What? A day. <laughs> what? Kevin, we've been through. It's I okay. I only had. Oh, it's only Jesus. episode. It's only episode thirty-nine. <laughs> oh my god! Three a day. Yes. What did you think it was? You three used... total, like I period, full stop. One total. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I gotta go get uh... tested. <laughs> For what? No one knows. No, I. I don't know. One of one of all everything. the tests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around on the house. All the brain. Like it's a brain worm. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Ghosts in the blood. Who's to say? All the brain tests. Okay, yeah. So then, absolutely, let's <laughs> let's get grease trap on the case. Jeez. Spectacular. Thanks for still being my friends, guys. We love you. Thaddeus just lies down. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts back to Chai. <laughs> yeah. Just exasperated, like. It just goes back to where somebody else <laughs> walks, walks, walks away. You're like sorting your shit out. Comes back with a pancake, just like fucking Christ. <laughs> okay, well, good to know. Let's uh, let's unleash the the uh, GT. All right. So, what are you gonna have Grease Trap like specifically look for? Um. Yeah, I think going up and just getting a lay of the land in terms of how many, you know, how many are on kind of mounted uh, mounted beasts, how many might be just right up against the right up against the door or on foot, uh, maybe what kinds of weapons. Um, obviously, there wouldn't necessarily be windows in a vault because that would be stupid, but just in case. Um, but yeah, looking at looking for the you know the amount of security in terms of manpower. And maybe any any weaknesses, any anything you can see, maybe uh, something in disrepair. Um, you know whether or not the the guards appear to be super alert or tired. Basically, any whatever you can tell us. Give me a uh, perception check. You got it, baby. Ooh, just an eight, just a little eight. Okay, so, yeah, I just wanted to see... This wasn't, like, a check to see, like, Grease Trap fails to see anything. He's definitely going to notice. I just want to see how much that he was able to pick up on. So, yeah. So, like I said, the diameter of the tower itself is about 100 yards. So, it's pretty sizable. It is circular in, in, in shape. There's five mounted Eladrin on Griffins. So Griffin is like a lion with an eagle head and a big-ass 
eagle feathers and wings. So yeah, there's they all appear to be wearing, you know, similar outfits. They are they have spears and armor. The top of the tower itself is like a dense forest and with some flitting about like Grease Trap does find the vault. It's a stalwart metal building. Like I said, it's kind of it's kind of circular, looks a bit like a yurt but completely enclosed. There is a door. Grease Trap doesn't see anybody around the vault or even on the ground around it. So entirely air support. Mm-hmm. And I guess, is there much, um, am I, am, am I able to tell whether or not there's any kind of, like, open air between exiting the, like, the, uh, the, the interior of the tower and trying to get to the vault? Any points of ingress? Yeah, you don't know, there's no way for you to see if there's, like, an access point beneath the vault to get inside from underneath. Um, all you can see is there's one door on the vault itself. Uh, but if 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 there if the if that one door is the only way in, then you would have to be completely outside the tower, and like the next highest opening on the tower is like a good fifty feet down from from the roof. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So while while Grease Trap is doing this, um, what is Thaddeus going to be looking for? Maybe he's not looking for anything. Maybe he's asking some questions. I want to see patrols for the base of the fifth tower. I want to see what it would take to get into the fifth tower. Just in general. Like, does it look like it's... Are they so paranoid about what's at the top that they've got, like, you need clearance to even get in? Because we got into the Winter Tower, no problem. We walked into the Summer Tower, mostly because of Chai, I assume. But mm-hmm. the I want to know, is it possible to just go into the Fifth Tower? Okay, yeah. What skill do you want to use to discern that information? Can I somehow combine my soldier background with insight to see how a patrol would function or some type of almost like a customs gate or something along those lines. Sure, yeah. Um, 18. Wow, okay. Yeah, you don't detect any elevated protective presence on the fifth tower. Um, it, it seems to resemble the other four, and you think that with Chai's connections that as long as you were with her, you could probably get in there with a minimum of effort. Um, and then I kind of want to see what foot traffic is like around there. If we were exiting, could we exit in a way that it would allow us to be unseen from the main entrance? I'm trying to find a way out. <laughs> so if you were exiting the fifth tower, like at the yeah, bottom? like Yeah, like what kind of exit strategies could we employ from the fifth tower? Can we just walk out the front door and as long as no alarms have gone off, nobody knows? Like, It's, um, it's definitely a, a tower that is more geared towards people who are involved with the courts. So there's slightly less foot traffic than the other four. However, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not like, um, you know, where you have to like swipe a key card to get in and out where there's a checkpoint you know, just to just to pass by. It, it would certainly be possible to be anonymous in the crowd, provided, like, somebody wasn't eagerly hunting you down. Just as an aside, the fifth... So the, the fifth tower is kind of like this, the everyone meeting place? I can't remember. I, I think you yeah, yeah. So Yeah, so there's, yeah, so there's, there's four towers, each devoted to one of the seasonal courts, and then there's the fifth one, which is, like... You, you know, the main meeting place, and then there's many other functions and locations where, you know, different courts may have to adjourn together. Okay, so it wouldn't, like, be unheard of for, like, me and another court to be discussing, like, use one of the rooms there to discuss something, kind of oh, thing, no, like me and another no. member? Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. F- it's a place full of political intrigue. You also, I mean, having said that, 
it's also possible that there's like a, a, a heightened sense of awareness of the goings on inside. So there's that. Okay, so we'll jump back to Chai. Is, yeah, is there anything else, any other pieces of information you wanted to glean from from your old man, from Allspice? I think I'll probably just, since we were on the like the topic of the vault in general, I I would just ask him, like, does anyone even know what's up there? Like, we, we're guarding this, but I know it's the, the weapons, but, like, do we, do we know what's actually up there? Do you mean, like, specifically, like, a list of items, or just in general, like, what's on the roof? Well, like, I don't, th- I don't think he'd know, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't think, but maybe, like, to, if he knows an itemized list, that would probably be handy, but, um, I was thinking more, like, is it, like, if he knows whether they're entirely items of, like, that were collected, are they ones that perhaps the Feywild are, like, working on magical items? Like, is it just things that have been salvaged, or is it, uh, like, an, some R&D in there, or anything along those lines? Or, like, and just, and then I'll, like, as a follow-up, I'd be like, does anyone even go up there? Those are two very good questions, and unfortunately, he doesn't know the answer to either of them, but that doesn't mean you couldn't pose those questions to someone else. There's got to be somebody who does inventory. Like a once-a-month check. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think there's much more... It doesn't sound like my dad has the information that I want. Well, that I, that I need in the specific context. This so dad doesn't I'll... have the information you're looking for. Yes. Um, so I think I'd probably just go and rejoin the guys. Be like, you're useless, and walk away. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice to see you, Chai. Uh, yes, it's pleasant. Yes, quite. Um, no, I think I'd basically just be like, continue some pleasantries and just say, well, I've, I've got a some important work to do on my mission and discussion, so I will, I'll, I might see you around, but I might have to head out quite quickly, so I will I will see you later. He gives you a, a, a quick fleeting hug, and he asks well, he says I feel like you're asking some, some questions that some people might not appreciate you asking, so please be careful. Of course, Father. I just just been so long since I've been back. I was just curious about the the new levels of protection are just just different. So just curious, that's all. Okay, and uh, so we'll reconnect the group. The three of you are now back together. What sort of information are you going to still try to acquire? Uh, I think after talking to the guys, I just want to check, like, when Grease, tra- oh, I'm asking Gutterbird because he was, like, you were looking through his eyes, is that correct? Mm-hmm. When when Grease Trap was up there, did the plants react in any way? Like, did they sense? Did you see them move weirdly? Sense his presence or anything? Ooh, no, not that I know of. But uh, no, no. Basically, we did not learn anything about the plants. But we can send him again with that specific mission in mind. I'm intri- I'm intrigued to. To see if he, if Grease Trap could possibly figure out if it is just those five guards, or if there is something else beyond. I'm assuming there's an elaborate lock of some sort, but I'm wondering if, if we were to somehow appear on there, it's a Harry Potter maze. Whether, yeah, whether there's more, more things that could hurt us that we need to be prepared for. Would it, like, could he like, yeah, could he fuck up with some like, like, like go closer to the door and, like, investigate some, like, general, the area for traps or the plants or something like that? Um, he has my permission, absolutely, whether or not functionally (laughs) (laughs) um, is up to our our DM. You you just tell me what it is that you want him to do, and I'll, uh, I'll make a decision. Cool, yeah, we just want to send him up there and get as close to the door as possible, preferably, or most likely, while staying um, invisible to to kind of, um, you know, not draw the attention of the flying guards, but I wonder if the plants operate more on a sense 
kind of um, a sense level or an instinct level where if we were to see them start to react to the presence of a, of a um, uh, being of some kind, of any kind, that might give us an indication of whether or not there's any additional safeguards protecting whatever's in the vault. And, and can I ask, where are the three of you situating yourselves while this happens? I would like to not be directly near the tower at this point. At a cafe around the corner. <laughs> yeah, like we're in plain sight, but not near the tower. <laughs> now, now, Grease Trap, if you get caught, remember, your master's name is Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Say that. <laughs> Oh, Rosemary. Okay. I can dig. Perfect. Perfect. You've never met us. Yeah, you don't know who any of us are. don't know Gutterbird. It's like all my dreams are coming true. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> okay. Much like this cappuccino at the cafe around the corner. Yes. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. So I've been, I've been reading this book. Blades in the Dark for mm, the better part of four months. And Jesus. I've been wanting to run um, this, this game. So I'm going to incorporate a mechanic from Blades in the Dark. And I'm kind of incorporating a bit of the ethos into um, having this this planning session going out just a little bit more, you know, like a cinematically. So I'm going to start a ticking clock here. Oh, God. I hate ticking clocks. And the clock has uh, four segments to it, okay? I'm not filling any segments in at this point. But once the segments are filled, something's going to happen. So I'm starting a, f- a four-piece clock called Someone is Suspicious. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's, there's no, there's no filled-in segments of the clock yet. This, this represents your character's awareness that you only have so much leeway to like ask questions and reconnoiter before somebody starts to notice. And like when that clock fills up, yeah, there's, there's going to be a negative consequence. So uh grease trap goes up. You know what? Give me, give me one more perception check. Why don't you Kevin? I have got an 11 plus my perception plus grease traps perception. So that'll be a 13. Does grease trap feel lucky? <laughs> Yeah. Also that. Well, oh, does it work? Sorry, Matt's you? like shaking his head. Does it not work on fam- the familiar? Oh, never mind. I was I was more thinking along the lines of I don't think it works on skill checks. I think it's only attacks. Oh. Oh, whenever you make an attack roll, an ability check or yeah. a saving throw. That's what I thought. Okay. All right. So, does he feel lucky? So you can be lucky if you want to. Oh, I'd love that. And uh, I've rolled the exact same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Now you remember why you stopped giving a shit about this feat. (laughs) What a waste. What a waste. Okay, so Grease Trap's invisible. He goes up. He flies around. He looks at the door again. Nothing really happens in terms of, you know, environmental reactions, uh, there is one thing that he notices about the door is that there's no, like, keyhole on it. Now, Sarah, you had mentioned something about, like, wanting to see, like, how frequently these uh, these guards change out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what sort of... Um, how are you going to go about determining that? Is this, like, a spy from afar sort of thing? Or is this, like, an ask-around sort of thing? No, I think... I, like, I think... Uh, I'd either pick a spot. I don't want to. I don't want to act covertly. Like I'm like everyone knows who I am in this town. So I was like, I think I would just try and pick a spot that was pub- possibly one of these like markets where we could get a pancake or something, but that we'd be able to like keep a visual. Like I don't. I don't want to ask around or anything like that. Mm. So you're just gonna go mirror shopping and make sure that every mirror you look into is pointed behind you at the tower. Yes, thank you. Exactly <laughs> correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What's is this a perception roll then? Uh sure. It can be. Okay. All right. So I mean, this is so you're you're kind of just like walking around like an outdoor market area and through like gardens and stuff. 
you know, you just keep on glancing up at the tower to see, like, when are these flying Aladrin going to be, like, descending from the sky? And who's going back up to replace them? It is a 17 on perception. Okay, 17. Very nice. Um, And could you make a... I'll let it be either stealth or maybe performance, just to... This is you, like, you know, be like being inconspicuous. That is a natural one. Mm. Um, that's going to be a, a f- one segment filled in on the, on the suspicion. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you can see that, like, these, these griffins can't fly forever. And so they get swapped out. By a fresh from uh, by a fresh team on the ground like every two hours. Does the other team go up and then the old team come down, or do they like s- just like swap entire? Like do they, like the other? Do you know what I mean? Like what is the rotation pattern? Mm. Same guard gets on just a new Griffin. <laughs> yeah, like they just come down to change it. It's like a pit stop in a NASCAR. Race. Yeah, legends don't really sleep, so. Eh. It's a good question on the rotation. You know what? I'm going to roll for it. I'm going to roll a six-sided die, and a one or two means that team goes down before the new team comes up. Three or four is they begin to change at the same time. And five, six means that a new team goes up before the old team goes down. Yeah, not five. It's a six! Oh, for fuck's sakes. So for a brief period of time, there's, there's double. eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a challenge. So, I mean, you can tell me, like, in broader terms, like, how you want to try to infiltrate, if you're going to try to disrupt something, to draw attention to or away a cert- from a certain place, and then what, like, what skills or resources you want to put into play. I'm super torn because part of me wants to go like go up in wild shape as like a like a flying. Oh, I can't fly in wild shape. I have to polymorph. Part of me that's that's the problem though because my intelligence would change. My wisdom intelligence would change with polymorph. Bulls. Um, but I was thinking if I could get up there and with enough plant cover get to the door and take a look at it. But I don't want to set anything off. <sighs> Can we just ask Thane about the security measures on the vault? We already asked Thane about the vault, and he doesn't didn't say anything. Mm. I mean, like, I, I'll ask him specifically about the security measures, if he knows anything else. Do we have any idea about the proximity of, like, the Griffin stables to where the guards are? <gasps> we can all give them poop disease. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden poop explosion disease. Yeah, I'm 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 torn as to just try and get up there without them noticing, but I feel like that's like multiple things I'm torn about. Do we all go up, or if shit starts going wrong, do we want to be separated so that someone can create a distraction and possibly split the force? Do we want to try and pretend to be? Uh, the guards, do we uh, try and find a way inside the tower up? I have a do bit we... of an idea. Maybe. Your drift glow goes on. No. You said a bit of an idea. Oh, yeah, that's a, right idea. a bright idea. I, I thought you said you had oh. a bright idea. So, presumably... Uh, maybe this is something we can figure out. The the Griffins would need kind of like a like a launching pad, or you know, some somewhere to kind of rev up to get going. Like I don't, I imagine in this world that I've never seen before or ever been to that they wouldn't fly straight into the stable and straight out. I imagine there'd be sort of like a degree of walking. And then kind of like a bit of a gallop before being able to actually take flight. So if there was uh, basically any way for us to plant Chai in the stable to be basically swapped into the 
the security rotation and then a distraction that we could potentially do if there is indeed some sort of runway would be to have Chai start to gallop as a griffin and stop right at the edge, launching the rider over the edge. And then, again, presumably, the other guards or some other attendees of some kind would have to come and rein this creature in. And maybe while that's happening, perhaps there's a way for us to get a sneaky peek or to, to head towards the vault. I'm going to point out that I think Kevin has put more thought into, like, griffin behavior than maybe anybody else in this game has. <laughs> Uh, it's a distinct he's, possibility. He's put yeah. so much thought into it that I think that that's where all of the thoughts about the lucky feet went. Yeah, <laughs> throughout the previous recordings. And with that, I am also logging off now because I'm I have no more steam for any ideas. So you guys just you guys just finish it without me. <laughs> the kettle has the the kettle has screamed. Kevin is gone. <laughs> yeah. So if, if I can recap, so. Just sort of a number of, of uh, obstacles you need to overcome is is to evade the evade the patrol somehow, and then also if you get up there, to know what the way to open the vault is. I think our trickier thing, like and don't don't forget, sorry, don't forget that Thane is on your side too. So any sort of influence that he can bring to oh, bear, yes. I'm not going to help you too much. But like if you think that like. Hey, it's the like the prince of this entire operation shows up. Like, what sort of like? He, I feel like he will be key to the distraction aspect. I think so. This is Chai's assessment. I think we have a variety of possible options to get up there, and as a distraction, I think where we're missing where we're missing intel is how to open the goddamn door without anybody noticing. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, the key. What spell slots do you have? Uh, I have up four? to four. Fourth what's, level. What's meld into stone? Is it stone? Or oh yeah, is it steel? I have like I have that because I I think I did that already. Hmm. It's mostly it's mostly steel, but you know what? Let's just let the dice decide if there's any appreciable amount of stone, like maybe a foundation. So one to six, there's tons of it, right? <laughs> yeah, one to six on a D6, tons on a, of stuff. On, on a D4. <laughs> um, you know what? I will say... Oh, you mean stone shape? Is that the one? If there's stone shape, there's others too. Melds into stone. That's the one. Sorry. I have access to it. I don't have it prepared right now, but we could... That's Take an easy four-hour solve. Um, what does meld into stone do? Does that just allow you to go in? That's what I'm reading. Yeah, Basically... you go into stone and then you can come out of it. Yeah. So, uh, casting time, one action, touch is the range, duration is eight hours. You step into a stone object or surface large enough to fully contain your body, melding yourself into the equipment, your yourself and all equipment into that you carry into the stone for that duration. Using your movement, you step into the stone at a point you can touch, nothing of your presence remains visible or otherwise detectable by non-magical sense. While uh, merged with the stone, you can't see what is occurring outside of it. Uh, perception checks made with disadvantage, blah, blah, blah. You remain unaware of the passage of time and can cast... You Sorry, you remain aware of the passage of time and can cast spells on yourself while merged with the stone. You can use your movement to leave the stone where you entered, which ends the spell. You otherwise can't move. Oh, balls. So I can't go out the other side. Oh, so you can't walk through it. Yeah. No, but... I possibly could. I mean, even just being able to step into the wall if somebody notices you is pretty cool. I'm not at that level yet. Oh, but really? I can. No, it's 10th level. Ugh, balls. At 10th level, I could turn myself into an elemental and, like, air through the wall. Oh, <laughs> or stone yeah. shape and through it. Yeah, like, there, I have options. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You don't get gaseous form? I don't uh, think so till later. Hold on, let me double check. 
But we'll say you have that scroll that can invoke. I know. Amorthane. Marty! Gaseous form, third level transmutation. Do you have. I don't have it. <laughs> but the, the problem is, like. If you, you give me enough sweat and shawarma, I'll show you a gaseous form. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you could get in, but how would you get out? Unless. I guess you could probably open the door from the inside, I suppose. What was the door made out of? It's like steel or iron. Yeah, just heat metal. The whole thing goes in flames. What is stone shape? Stone shape's fourth, at least. Yeah, but I have the fourth. Yeah. Would that allow you to, like, move stone out of the way? Well, that's what I'm wondering. You could literally create a hole in it. I can create a hole in a wall. With stone shape. I can create a doorway. Yeah, stone shape, fourth level transmutation. You touch a stone object of medium size or smaller, or a section of stone no more than five feet in any dimension, and form it into any shape that suits your purpose. So, for example, you could shape a large rock into a weapon, idol, or coffer, or make a small passage through a wall, as long Mm -hmm. as the wall is less than five feet thick. You could also shape a stone door... Or its frame to seal the door shut. The object you can, you, the object you create can have up to two hinges and a latch, but finer mechanical detail isn't possible. Okay. So I, I might just skip the actual door and make my own door. That's assuming there isn't like weird magical. So my first roll um, has created a complication with the guards being you know, operating in a way that an intelligent guard system would. So let's see yeah. <laughs> randomly if there is a, an appreciable amount of stone in this um, in this vault. So I'm going to roll the same d6, and on a 4+, plus, we'll say, yes, there is stone. And I rolled a 5, so there is stone. <sighs> and Thane would be able to tell you that. Looks like they focused on the natural building instead of the dwarvish metalsmithing. Uh, this tracks. I'll ask Thane what's if, or if I might know, what are in, like, the top levels of this tower? Like, could we get to underneath this, to my knowledge? Yeah, the the very top of the central tower is, like, the the main hall when all four courts come together. So it's this really grand, resplendent room with super high ceilings. And that is the topmost room. Now, from the ceiling thickness to, like, the roof is, is you know, at least probably 10 feet. So you've solved one problem, the way in, and now you have to determine how you're going to go about being unseen from the, uh, from the patrols. I think I'll just ask Thane, I was like, is there a way, have you ever seen them, like, get called away for something like if there was a something big enough like not big enough like is there a has there been moments where like there's been a possible thing and they've been pulled away so that it would be a mildly normal occurrence or is it like they are stationed there regardless they are unmoving no matter what's happening it would have to be something pretty pretty out of the ordinary so they they will like you know they're not just going to stay there circling regardless of what what's happening so if they get some kind of panicked order um from their superiors then they will uh react accordingly I'd like to ask Thane Thaddeus would like to ask Thane um if <clears throat> wait whale got got to find gotta it got to find it again yeah now, Thane, I got a question for you. Has there ever been a breakout of the things in that Palace of Trials into the general residential districts? He kind of like looks like over your head and then like over to like across the city. He's like, oh God, what chaos that would bring. Perfect. Yeah, that's kind of the point. He said, no, that's never happened. There are 
There are safeguards built into the Palace of Trials, but that's not to mean that they are beyond infallibility. Now, these safeguards, uh, how would you say that they are disruptable physically? Or would they need to be disruptable maybe in a magical sense? Or... Listen, I want to let loose a bunch of monsters so I can get in the damn vault. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you could go either approach. So the the safeguards... Okay, so he's going to ask, like, can you limit it to, like, one of one of the branches and not all four oh yeah we're talking like what's what's like a two out of four for this oh that would be summer yeah we'll we'll let loose like summer maybe summer and spring we want the guards to be able to handle it but to need all of them to right. handle it okay so it can either be like dispelled magically um with a fairly potent dispel magic ritual or you can go in and when i say you it could be you or like or thane you know he would do that if he needs to um my boy (laughs) go in and physically like locate the runic inscriptions and um disfigure them so that they're no longer functioning properly I'd like, I think, physically disfiguring leaves a good trace. Actually, this could be a job for GB, uh, GT. Because if it gets traced back and it looks fiendish, and then we prove Rosemary, we're no longer culpable. Like, we vandalized the glyphs with... A fiend was here also, a.k.a. Rosemary. (laughs) I was thinking more along the lines of a fiend uses their tail to do something fiendish to it. And then it's like, oh, I know that marking. I fight devils for a living. It's a fiend. Mm. And then, meanwhile, Grease Trap is all invisible up inside of a cloak that can't be seen kind of business. Do I... Through us watching, have I recognized any of the guards that are on this? Or Thane and I have recognized any of the guards that are now on these patrols? I mean, the guards are sort of a combination of autumn and winter. Eladrin. Spassy and snow. Is my goddamn brother one of these things? Thane, Thane knows... Thane is, you know, pretty familiar with them all because they're all closely connected to... Like, they're all there by order of the queen. I think our best bet is absolute chaos. Sir, if you if you want to be on a first name basis with one of them, uh that's that's fine. I don't know. That <laughs> And I will say if if you're employing grease trap to go and do this, like it's going to be like the physical like aspect of 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 uh destroying these runes is is yeah. going to be challenging to the point where I would offer some kind of a bargain <laughs> to allow Grease Trap to do that. It was just an idea. I'm not saying no. He's, I'm not saying no. Oh, yeah, I'm just no, saying I'm, I'm maybe with an asterisk. Like, these are floated. Chai is very torn and Chai is leaning towards stealth mission. Because it is it is the time of omens. So anything we do will be seen at a hyper level, you both will be very high on the list of suspects of anything weird going on because you're, you are the most prevalent outsiders. That's why I think a distraction's best if it's done away from us. Because the, the further we are from the source of anything weird happening, the less of an omen it looks like on us. So I think then it would have to be Thane. Yeah, I'm just on the distraction front. Yeah, but I I think I think stealth. If we get caught, we're boned. Oh yeah, like it, I think regardless if we're caught, we're boned. Yeah, distraction gives us a better chance of not being caught with less eyes there. Okay, so just to recap, if Thane goes and creates a distraction, how is the team going to get up to the roof? 
I don't know if the team can. How many people do we have with Polymorph? I think just me. And you do have Gutterbird with Dimension Door. Yeah. Uh, so Gutterbird has Dimension Door, but not Polymorph, correct? Right. Correct. Okay. So you've got he's got a 500-foot teleport range. I mean, I could... I could wild... I could polyshape... Polyshape? Jesus. <laughs> polymorph one of you into something non-conspicuous, and I could wild shape into something that could climb the tower. Yeah. I just can't fly. Yeah. And we could dimension door back down. How many... Sorry, how many um, fourth level spell slots do you have? Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. I have one. So polymorph... And so like, I wouldn't be able to do stone shape. Stone yeah. shape is the other one that you need, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Unless you unless you uh, tag in Amethane for help, but then it also consumes that spell slot anyway. So never mind. Does okay. So what what what's Thane what's Thane at? What's his what's what skill set does what's, he got? Does he look what's he, what's he looking up like? <laughs> yeah, what's his what's his situation? Champion fighter. Fuck. Yes. God damn. Thane, Thane's a he's a martial character. He and I high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the predator handshake. <laughs> Thane, they got you pushing too many pencils. You know, that's the second time on this podcast that you've made that exact quote. <laughs> <laughs> Won't, be, Won't be the last. Won't be the last, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I have one job. <laughs> Smashing shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I can't polymorph anyone if we can... to get in. Do you have fog club? No, that's too... Too it's obvious. Too overt, yeah. I so like I have like speak with animals. Let's not speak with animals. Speak with plants. Like I can get them to provide us cover. And the fifth tower is in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Now are we talking like the middle is in like a fan, or the middle is in like spoken wheel. It's in the center of the the five pips of a die. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good it's uh, a good comparison. Yeah, five pips. It's <laughs> really hoping for that fan. <laughs> okay, so let's just talk this through. Currently, it looks like our best option is Thane creating some kind of like distraction, significant distraction, significant enough that the guards would be called away, or like something that we could get up there and out. Ideally, I would be stone shaping create an opening in this thing hoping we don't set off some kind of magical alarm to get up there I could wild shape and climb is there a side of this tower that I'm assuming all of it's visible if this is the center one eh yeah all, all of it's visible I mean the other four aren't like incredibly close they're you know they're each like a few hundred yards off so if you're small enough, you may you may be go unnoticed. But I don't think a, a chider with a baby Bjorn would be unnoticed. A literal chider, not a giant chider. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so my only thought is that my best way down... I don't like this, but it seems like our best option is to me go up solo, wild-shaped into, like, something small cast stone shape grab a bunch of shit and wild shape back down that could be interesting because that leaves Gutterbird and I to help deal with the chaos shows us being supportive I would just be the fall guy if anything happened yeah and that leaves you with only you and I have your no skill quick set to get out yeah I have no quick escape I just have and I won't have a polymorph option to fly away. I would just be like a wild shape. So everything would have to go perfect. I, I don't see how this could go poorly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Why did you have it to? It sounds like it we got like a plan. <laughs> because obviously everything is going to go poorly. <laughs> it sounds like we have a plan. The only question is, are you going to do this? Is this a daytime or a nighttime operation? Uh, oh, we're having a game of nighttime, daytime. 
<laughs> I think it's, well, I mean, I have to minimally rest for four hours because I don't have stone shape currently. So I think it's going to be a nighttime. I could also do with a nap. Yeah, I think I we're looking. I slot left. I think oh. we're looking like a night. Are we still on like the first day of you being here? Yes. Oh shit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we haven't. We came here. We still like. They're still suffering blows from the Feywild experience. Like I think. Are you exhausted or is Gutterbird exhausted still? Technically. I had a. I I had the na- I had the magical nap with the little fairy thing. Oh mm, right. So I think right. Gutterbird is the exhausted character. Yeah. Okay. All right. So fair <laughs> enough. So we. We have a plan of we have you have a plan of action to deal with every single potential complication and everything will go perfectly smoothly, and that is what we will run through next time. Uh, okay. And right now you're gonna take a, a big hearty nap. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. You, you do have access to pass without a trace too. Oh, I was gonna cast that yeah, shit before yeah. I wild shape a hundred percent. 